When it comes to working at GEICO, our best advocates are our employees, like Maxine. But since she is so focused on growing her career, we hired an actor to read her story. At GEICO, I love mentoring the new associates to help them make this a career and not just a job. And with new opportunities and job stability, GEICO has been helping people grow their careers for over 75 years. The only downside, she still hasn't met the gecko. Where are you, fella? Ready to start your career, Fredericksburg? We're hiring claim sales and service agents. Apply online today at geico.job slash Fredericksburg. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. My dad used to say that. Sure, yeah. It's from Geico. Yeah, whenever I would ask my dad for life advice, he'd sit me down and say, Son, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. And look at me now, a well-adjusted adult with a drawer full of plastic bags I'll never use. (laughs) Okay, I'm confused. Was your dad a licensed GEICO agent? Nah, he was just a real good dad. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. So, shortly before we were about to get started, we got news of, of a shooting in... El Paso, Texas, at um, in a Walmart area. As of this recording, there are 20 dead and over 20 injured, if I'm not mistaken. And also, there was a shooting last week, since the last time we've been on, um, in uh, Gilroy, uh, California. But like I said, this uh, this just came across right when we were about to get started and i just want to start with that and also first off um as always and in and it also it being first and foremost that our thoughts and prayers are with the people who are being affected by this uh, shooting and I say that with all sincerity and with all belief that it is very much important, regardless of the people who want to make it seem like it that doesn't matter. I will always have my thoughts and always will pray for those people that have been affected because this is a senseless tragedy that has happened um, that has affected a number of families today, something that they or anyone that is uh, part of some tragedy like this that comes out of the blue had no idea when they woke up this morning that they would be a part of this so yeah so again i um uh, yeah thoughts and prayers with with the people who have been affected and also with saying that i've mentioned before when we talk about whenever these shootings go on well, for one, the whoever, the shooter or shooters are really, for the most part, irrelevant um, to the point. I mean, they're out there using um, whatever means and basically are cowards in a way. And definitely I'm not going to mention their names, even if I knew the name. I really don't I don't really have all the information, but even if I did, I really wouldn't care to to give them that um whatever that would be on this podcast but still it's not even about them it's more so about the victims and um remembering them and also whoever else who are helping 
back um, in that tragic time. So with that, though, I know we hate to say that, okay, um, something when something like this happens, it's uh, let's not politicize it. Well, that's not the reality. Just not. So to keep saying that is just basically you're um, you're just going to be. Left, but I guess you could say left behind in a way, you just, but you go. Um, it's going to get politicized, especially right now, because with the got the Democrat, you know, debates going on and all those candidates, they definitely want to make a political issue out of it. And I would just say, like I've mentioned before, when we talk about these uh, uh, shootings, that we should stay vigilant. And as as much as we are showing our compassion for the victims that are affected, we should also stay vigilant and not let the politicians or any of these organizations that are going to want to use this to politicize it, to take more um, freedom away or and, and specifically trying to target the Second Amendment. Uh, I, as of right now, I'm already seeing like on Twitter, at least the Second Amendment is trending uh, along with gun control. Now is trending and it's trending higher than the Second Amendment. So and also I see on there do something, which is always something that tends to come up whenever a tragedy hits. Just do something. And that's not always um, the best route especially when everyone is caught up so in in their emotions of what has just happened. So I would just say, let's, you know, stay vigilant. Let's um, be compassionate. Let's also, because we know a lot of people going to be coming um, at us, especially people who are advocates for the Second Amendment. Just, you know, uh, be as calm as possible. And don't get, don't get into the emotional game. I mean, it's understandable that people will be emotional, but don't let that, you know, have you to to say something or do something that um that you will, will regret later on. Just stick to the facts, and also just stick with with the fact of knowing that um that having our freedoms. Not only just the Second Amendment, but that's just what we're talking about now. But the First Amendment and and all other freedoms that we have, we can't let the the moment um, be used to take away our freedoms. So we should be vigilant of that, at, at, especially right now. So a little bit of a different, I guess, beginning to this because of, um, um, I guess you could say, breaking news. But but from here on out, I guess we'll move on with the show um, we're here at the young women's leadership summit and so before we get into everything about expression i guess what is um i guess what's the atmosphere and how everything's going on here? oh my gosh it's crazy it's like i don't know it's like cpac but specifically tailored to women it's just everything's pink it's fun people are loud and excited and this energy is just we're taking back feminism <laughs> From 
the highways of America, here's the podcast where we talk politics, a little entertainment, some culture, and this and that, from the road to your ears. This is Trend Chat with your host, Brian Bledsoe. And welcome. Welcome to another episode of Trend Chat. I am your host, Brian Bledsoe. And if you want to connect with us, whether on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or Snapchat, it's all the same name at Trend Chat 24-7. Here in the illustrious studios of Chicago, Illinois. Again, I think the last time, uh, the last episode was in Chicago, but we haven't been here the whole time. We've gone here and there, been back down to Texas and back up. And so now we're back here in chicago again so and so uh but um you know i guess kind of a little bit different as far as because of like i mentioned before in the breaking news and everything but um but yeah so uh, yeah if this is your first time i know there have been a, a number of new listeners in the past couple of weeks i guess the last week since being on chat pray the show with, um a, a number of people were just now uh, finding out about trend chat so welcome and again on uh, facebook instagram twitter snapchat it's all the same name at trend chat 24 7 should get you there and you can listen on trend chat 24 7.com we're available on google podcast apple podcast spotify and other popular podcast outlets we suggest to like share and subscribe um five star ratings it's kind of funny because i I was look. I looked at the Apple Podcast page for Trend Chat, and I saw. <laughs> now look, this is, this is you know, Trend Chat. This is my podcast, so I'm not able to see all the the pages that Trend Chat is on because I really don't know where all the pla- the places that it's being distributed. But I did look at uh, Apple, and I noticed that I had five star. Like it was five point five, not five point one seven. One said five point five, five point zero, but it was five stars. Like I got, like they all been five stars, and I appreciate that. I appreciate everyone who is giving five stars, and I would ask for more, because as of right now, there are only ten, <laughs> and there are ten, but they're all five stars. So I appreciate that. But we would like to get that up to at least eleven. <laughs> but but yeah definitely more than 11 but one more after this after making this plea to whoever listening right now to um give us five stars and and also you know message us on facebook instagram twitter snapchat at trench at tell us what you think about the show and so we're gonna have well you already heard frequent guest Lacey williams um that was a clip that we actually has played before during um, the Young Women's Leadership Summit episode. And so we just played that over again. But we're going to have a longer interview with Lacey. Um, it's actually our first time meeting face to face for this interview uh, was in Dallas a couple of months ago. And so um, we're going to play that. But we're also going to have an interview with Blaze TV political commentator, co- political commentator Sarah Gonzalez. And trust me, I'm going to say that a lot better during the interview than I just, you know, kind of fumbled that just then. But we're going to have that as well. We're going to talk about um, basically 
being on Blaze TV and um, being on the news and why it matters and also being a karaoke expert. So we're going to talk about that as well. But first, we're going to get into a couple of what um, what has been going on. Not a lot. Two things in particular. One in particular that I'm thinking about is the whole thing that went on with Mario Lopez or AC Slater, as I know him as because I watched Saved by the Bell. So um, he did a podcast with Candace Owens about well, a couple months ago in June, at least that's when it came out in June, where the controversy of it all came from a statement that he made just going against the idea that three-year-olds should be able to choose their gender. Now, that seems very much um, common sense to me, but given we're in this climate right now where anybody, you know, anyone could choose their gender, so I'm guessing at this point, um, you know, a two-year-old could choose their gender by crawling to the pink or the blue or the whatever color. They can do that now, I guess. I, I don't know, but that's where we're going because he made that statement and it's funny because like i said this came out in june the podcast was premiered and you know it, was, it been out there for a while but i guess someone just got hold of it recently uh and i guess when they heard that they were just they were triggered beyond belief <laughs> and then they uh they, you know whenever something like, something like this happens then all the the social justice warriors come out and wanting to, um, you know, counsel Mario Lopez and they want to go after whoever, um, he is, his sponsors are or what, whatever show he's on, they go on their social media and say that they should be fired and whatnot. It, it happens all the time. And we didn't even, post anything about we didn't even post about what mario lopez said at first because i i did see um so for well for one he went on on the candace on one show so people saying like you know good on someone you know in hollywood to even come on the show because that's that's something you don't see every day either and when um when all of this this controversy was, was swirling around him I didn't even mention anything about it because I knew that he was going to apologize and it, and it wasn't going to be long. So I didn't even like say anything about it because I knew the apology would come because I know a lot of times when all of a sudden someone like him with, um, you know, a celebrity or someone in the entertainment media, once they get barraged with all this negative you know tweets and i don't know maybe threats um for, for saying something that is you would say conservative leaning at least or something that is that goes against the liberal agenda let's put it that way anything that goes against whether it's um uh being against socialism or <laughs> whether it's being for the second amendment or whether it's being uh being against illegal immigration or anything like that that just anything that the progressives and liberals, the quote unquote progressives and uh, liberals 
championed so much as far as wanting open borders and basically, you know, taxing the rich and taking everyone's money and basically having the government take o- take over every facet of our lives. If anything that goes against that and killing babies, definitely, they definitely love killing babies. Those, uh, so anything that goes against that, they they want to basically uh, counsel you. So, so anyway, when that was going on, um, I was like, yeah, he's going to apologize and it's not going to be, it's not going to take too long. And I, what it was about a 24 hours, if not less than that, he apologized for insensitive, um, comments and everything, which I, I was wondering, well, for one, so he apologized. I wasn't surprised by that, but I was wondering what did he think was going to happen by going on the show in the first place? Now, mind you, a, a couple of months had passed, so maybe he probably thought that he got on there and nothing really came of it. So he probably thought he was he was good. <laughs> but um, but still, if it wasn't this, it would have been something else. Just the simple fact of being on her show, I'm surprised that you know that it took this long. They would they could have used anything, which so, and so I don't know what the benefit for him what he thought the benefit was to go on the show in the first place, especially if he was planning on staying, um, doing the things that he, you know, as far as being a host on extra and, um, doing all these, I guess, hosting gigs in Hollywood and all that. Um, if he wanted to continue doing all of that, um, why would you go on there? Cause you know, good and well, once you go on that on that show, this is going to happen. And so unless you were tired of it, unless you're just going to say, you know what? I don't care what happens. I'm just going to I'm going to go on and make my opinion known. And I'm just going to let the chips fall where they may. Uh, unless he's at that point. OK, you know, good on you. But normally that doesn't happen to people. in I would say he's in his prime, I guess, in, of his career. He definitely don't, he's not um, at the end. I don't guess he is unless he's just tired and want to retire <laughs> um, early or something. But because normally, which is unfortunate, but normally whenever someone comes out as a, whether as a conservative or even just someone that is, um, that questions the liberal um, talking points and, or someone that just <laughs> doesn't, um, go along with the quote unquote progressive, um, agenda. Normally those people or just come out to being, you know, or come out to being a Christian or whatever like that, or <laughs> something like that. those people tend to be at the tail end of their career, which is unfortunate because they, they have lost all, a lot of their influence that they had during their prime. And they kind of, in my opinion, they, I feel like they just kind of want to make sure they make all the money that they can. <laughs> Which, you know, okay, you want to make money, but but you decided not to use your influence when you really could have used it at a more poignant time in your career. You waited until you got to the end, and after you made all your money, now you're like, oh, well, I'm out, I'm, out, <laughs> I'm out the door anyway, so let me just go ahead and just say how I really feel now. Um, it's almost kind of the same as far as, which is not so much now, but as far as... Um, people who were you know in the closet people you know that were gay and then they 
it used to be where they would wait to at the end of their career to come out or come out like or if they were playing sports or whatever they'll wait to after they retire and then would come out but but that's not the case so much now now it, because um homosexuality has become so accepted to the point where people feel a lot a lot more comfortable coming out in their in the middle of their career as opposed to waiting to the end but but like i said mario lopez wasn't at that point so i don't like i said i don't know what what he was thinking was going to come of this but yeah so he he has went on and apologized and which for i don't know for what it's worth i can't see he's gonna be totally scot-free off um, from this because and to think about it for someone like himself as far as because a lot of times if you don't know about extra is you know kind of like i guess you could say like it's a gossip show where they do a bunch of celebrity interviews about the latest in um, entertainment and movie you know talk about the when the latest movie coming up they talk with some of the cast members and all you know stuff like that and so if he's doing something where he's gonna be talking to all these people in Hollywood and all these celebrities, which are at least the the most vocal ones are so left leaning and so dogmatic and passionate and viciously passionate, passionate about their liberal ideals and word and to the point. And also they, um, they viciously hate the other side. Or at least they voice it kind of like John legend, where he, you know, went on a profanity lace tirade about Trump, something like that, where they, where they talk about Republicans in in that way. If you in that crowd and working in that crowd, um, I can't imagine if they know that you have been on someone they consider an enemy, like Candace Owens, or it's, or you know as far as the show that you the um prager you the organization that was hosting the podcast you know if they catch wind of that there i can see a number of them saying telling uh, i think it's M- um what is it nbc for excellent i can see plenty of them saying uh i don't want the um mario lopez interviewing me because um he's a he's a nazi basically i mean just because of being on the show and how and they feel about uh about republicans and how dare you even go on that show how dare you even talk to that woman so so i can see that very easily where they would just like um they'll tell extra well i don't want to um i don't want him interviewing me because uh and they'll just make up some some reason why or maybe they just outright just say because we you know we don't agree with his politics and so yeah all of that together and he's in this <laughs> so of course i mean i guess if he wants to keep that job he's gonna have to apologize and even like i said even if that he apologized i don't think that's gonna be enough this is gonna stay with him i couldn't I could see even after he has, you know, basically flogged himself and has 
bow to all all the, all the people they need to, to so he can keep his job or whatever he's going to be asked about this probably for the rest of his life or, or at least for at least a good couple of years every time he interviews someone they're going to be asking about his comments or then just because he was on that show they're going to try to dig into more of his personal beliefs like well if you went on that show what do you think about this and this and that? i mean they'd be listening real closely trying to <laughs> they want to make sure that he's you know back in line or that he um is for real as far as you know is he on their side is he down for the cause you know something like that so but yeah so i really didn't expect to go on that long about about that but um but but it's something i wasn't surprised about so anyway we're gonna um get with our um get to our interview with with lacy next but uh before let's hear a word from my friends with the frowning project Hello, Trend Chat listeners. If you like the Founding Project's civics education video series, Civics for All Ages, and our educational meme series, we think you will love our new website. Join us at thefoundingproject.com and be a part of the civics movement. The Founding Project is a 501c3 education nonprofit. Please join us today. This is Sarah Gonzalez, and you are listening to Trend Chat. Hello, this is Trend Chat, and we are very pleased to have a returning guest. You know, actually, this is the first time meeting face-to-face, but she has been on numerous times. And actually, I think she's been on the most of anyone. <laughs> Who I'm talking about, I am talking about Lacey Williams. She is the founder, editor-in-chief of Expressions Magazine. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Brian. How are you? So, we've had, like I said, we've had you on a number of times, and mainly we talk about expressions. And so, first, let everyone know what's the latest issue. All right, so our latest issue is going to be issue four. Marissa Strite is on the cover. She's the CEO of Prager University. Um, she, we just kind of sat down and talked with her about kind of the course of her life and how she helped start uh, the five-minute videos for Prager University. A lot of people know Dennis Prager, and they know um, him as the radio talk show host, uh, especially some of the older generation knows or people that are very involved in the conservative movement, but they really don't know how Prager University came about. Uh, So we kind of tell that story and really get involved um, in that. We also have kind of talked about, you know, what it's like being a girl boss, and she doesn't really like the terminology because why would you say, you know, man boss? You can just say boss. It's just, it's all about being a boss and, you know, organizing your time. She's a mother, so she knows how that is, and it's just I think she's a really inspiring and relatable person. So, given that uh, with the fourth issue, that basically means that, given that it's a quarterly issue, that means it's been a year. So, I guess, let us know what's been the ups and downs of the past, you know, the first year of Expressions. Um, a lot of the ups, obviously, like Nikki Haley being in contact with this. My favorite thing is doing interviews with cover stars. Oh, there's a lot of humility within this whole movement they're real people that believe in real things and it's been a lot of fun doing a lot of the interviews for that um a lot of the downs things like sponsorship it's hard you know how it is getting money for you know 
Switching to Geico is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, Geico makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to Geico, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, Geico has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to Geico. It's obviously a good idea. Now, a lot of magazines make their money in ad revenue. We reached out to all the big ad agencies and things like that early. And, you know, Maybelline. I'm looking at uh, Makeup for America over here. And they're kind of the rival. And they're, you know, American-made um makeup company that stands for conservative values and I love them but then you have people like Maybelline on the other hand we email them and we're donating all of our money to humanitarian causes which is upsetting when the next day I see a giant billboard for Maybelline there they have I think it's this new foundation it's it's either Maybelline or CoverGirl one of the two and don't quote me on it but um they have this foundation it's new and it's for all different skin colors and of course they're like we're you know we're representative of all i didn't see a blonde girl there <laughs> there i was not represented excuse me so it should not be about uh, what you look like on the outside but that's all makeup caters to and it's sad that they can't even appreciate diversity of thought anymore than magazines so yeah i know um with the i guess like the prior four issues and having everyone on i mean i know like we, uh, we we spoke with antonio okafor we've had on a number of times and uh kendall jones marissa strike and, and and numerous people and with um with the latest issues so i guess also go a little bit more as far as what's in the issue as far as what other articles you have in there <laughs> Um, so it's our summer issue. So we really tried to focus on, you know, things that girls are doing over the summer. So traveling is a huge one for girls, especially right out of college or um, people that are, you know, coming out of college forever, I guess. <laughs> High school girls, every woman can kind of relate to, you know, what are you packing in your suitcase? What does that look like if, you know, you don't have a lot of cash to check a bag? How are you going to maximize your, stu- uh, your suitcase and carry it on? You know, that was really fun. We did uh, a traveling story on Israel. One of our contributors, Mallory Finch, did that. Uh, she kind of talks about how she connected to Christianity right before she came. Again, um, gosh, there's just so many fun articles. There's not a ton of fashion in this issue. We did kind of focus more on the lifestyle stuff because oftentimes, you know, we are political lifestyle. We do focus on that. And our next issue will be more focused on politics. But we just kind of focus on, you know, just fun stuff, French beauty and what that looks like for girls and, you know, minimalistic makeup and just so many different fun things. Um, Fleck is, is actually our man of the moment for this issue, and he was so fun to interview. Every answer is, yeah, very cool, very cool. And that's like his catchphrase, so I had a good time with that. Now, for someone like myself that's been following you on social media, whether Snapchat or across, <laughs> also saw that you um, were interning at the 
for uh, I forgot who now actually, but I know you was interning at <laughs> at the at the capital of well state capital. So uh, tell us a little bit about that. So I interned for Rod Bockenfeld for House District Fifty Six. Um, Rod is amazing. Um, freshman legislator comes in. He just has a passion for it. You can tell he hasn't been taken over by any ideology. He just wants to do what's right for America and for Colorado. And I think that's so important. He's so humble. And I don't know. He's been kind of just like he sees the potential in people. And I think he's seen the potential in me. So we've become really good friends. But I do know for a fact now, when I wait until I'm older to, you know, run for political office, I think that takes a little bit of time. You kind of got to work in activism, maybe become a lawyer, you know, build your resume because you can't just walk in like AOC 29, bartender. I'm sorry, but the respect is not going to be there. And I mean, I have friends that work in Washington, and they say, you know, Nancy doesn't respect AOC, and that's part of the reason why. She hasn't built up her resume, she hasn't been there, um, and she really doesn't know what she's talking about, and I don't want to be like that girl. Now, now with your time as, before doing the internship, did it, um, I guess, make you want to go further as far as political you know, political career, or as far as, well, maybe did it change, or how did it, how did it influence you? I learned a lot. I learned a lot for sure. I learned how, you know, bills are passed, the cycle that they go through. I think that was really needed. I learned a lot, and I needed to do it in order to understand it better. I don't know if I would go back and do it. If I'm going to do anything and run for any office, it's going to be nationally for the federal government. Um, I don't know. What that's going to look like, though. I want to be older. I do know that. It's fun, but I love activism so much. And I love um, writing, and I love speaking. And that's just more fun for me. I've always enjoyed that more. I know I don't want to be a lawyer. Um, You know, litigation seems fun for some people, but it's expensive to go to law school. And I don't have that kind of money lying around just to be like, eh, I kind of sort of like it. So, you know. Just wait. Expressions are going to, you know, going to blow up. You're going to have that money then. Oh, yeah. Exactly, right? (laughs) You know, it just, it takes time. My mom, I was talking to her yesterday, and I was feeling a bit discouraged, you know, because it seems like everybody's blown up real big, and it takes them, like, two seconds, and they have all these social media followers. And I'm like, and she goes, Lacey, Rome wasn't built in the day, you know, but it was known as, like, this great civilization that even people now are looking at looking at for, you know, a higher power or, you know, inspiration. So um, that really helped. My mom's a big supporter, and um, I'm really lucky to have a strong woman in my life like that. Yeah, so I guess for one, we're happy to finally meet in person yeah. and to finally get a chance to, to have a face-to-face interview. So uh, I appreciate everything you're doing. And if people want to know more about you know expressions, obviously, if, if you've been listening to the podcast, they know, but tell them again. All right. You can go to www.express-conservatism.com. Dot com. Um, that's our website, and there's links to all of our social on there. You can shop around for the latest issue, and you can also get an online version on there as well. So check it out. All right, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much. What's going on, folks? This is Colin Noir, and you're listening to Trend Chat. All right, and thanks to Lacey for joining us. And like I said, that was a 
it was great to finally meet her in person so and um and saying that we're we are planning something else for her i guess her next appearance actually so i'll have to give more details later when it get close to the to the time but um we are we're gonna have um Sarah gonzalez up next but uh i promise you this is not gonna be nearly as long mainly because i <laughs> i don't have too much else to say about it given what it's almost an old story almost but uh, um the whole thing that's going on in baltimore um because the uh, president tweeted something about baltimore which got everyone upset because he mentioned that it was rat infested and and given that it's a elijah cummins district and all that drama that came along with it and it's funny because by doing that now i would say out of spite (laughs) people are going to baltimore to help to to do something about all the things that the president brought up they weren't weren't thinking about any of that until he tweeted about it and it, they i mean they may be doing it for a good they may be doing a good thing and they could be doing it you know with the right intentions but i would i would suspect some of this if not a lot of it is out of spite of uh president trump where they're like oh we'll show him you know you know it's not it's not ratifested it's maybe not as much now because you came out and naturally did something which you could have done you, you know you could did this without him tweeting about it and you know but nevertheless if people are going out to um to clean up in in the baltimore area that's great i have you know that i'm glad you're doing it could have already done it but hey you're doing you're doing it now so hey go ahead you know go ahead now um one thing for me personally so in talking about baltimore in, in particular and uh not only with in talking about the rats and i guess and the crime and all that i know as a truck driver whenever i have to go to dc I have to, you know, the truck. It, there's, there's barely any truck parking in the Washington D.C. area. If there is some, someone let me know. If you're listening to this and you know of an area where trucks can park safely, I, you know, don't have me parking on the side of the road somewhere or in some, you know, in on the side of in the street somewhere in in somebody's neighborhood. I'm talking about kind of like you know, almost the trucks stop parking area if you know of one i'm just putting it out there in case someone listening that maybe know of a place there was a place in alexandria that i used to park at but i think they stopped or you have to park you have to get a monthly pass anyway i digress but when i go to dc if i said when i went to the inauguration i had to park in baltimore and then catch an uber all the way down to to washington to go to to the inauguration and and so that's what I have to do now. And I don't like parking in Baltimore. I don't like stopping in Baltimore myself. <laughs> the 
the two truck stops, the two major truck stops in Baltimore, at least that I know of off the top of my head. Uh, there's one on the north side, the one on the south side. Now, normally, if you're going to go to Washington, you need to try to park at the one on the south side so you don't have that long of a trip um, from Baltimore to Washington. And that's it's not a it's not a nice neighborhood. It's not a nice area. Matter of fact, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, one of the the truck stops, if I'm I don't know which one, I don't, th- I don't know if the one on the north side or the south side, but one of them is basically across the street from a prison. The truck stop, I'm saying, <laughs> and you know that you know the area around there, and I, and not only just Baltimore. As a truck driver, I drive all over, so <laughs> I drive all 48 states, and and in suburbs, downtown cities, New York, Chicago, you name it. Like I said, I'm here in Chicago now, and I've delivered in. You know, straight downtown Chicago and down <laughs> downtown LA or whatever like that. And so, and one thing, most of these inner cities are controlled by Democrats. And there, there are a few places that I know that I don't want to um, spend more time than I have to <laughs> put it that way. If I got to deliver there, I'm going to deliver. Um, I'm just going to, you know, try to get there and keep my doors locked and keep, you know, keep everything, uh, protected. Let me, I'll just stay, stay protected. I'll just say that. And, um, um, so I, off the top of my head right now, well, one, I don't, I don't care to go to Baltimore, but that's not like on the top three. The first place I could think of is, um, there's a place in downtown St. Louis, which is, um, a place, uh, which I, I, definitely wouldn't want to stop and wouldn't want to stay at night <laughs> i i was there one time before and yeah it was it wasn't very pleasant um there, uh, there i was in downtown new york i think brooklyn area at night which i had to stay overnight and that that was something i'll never forget i mean that's a longer story behind that but i i to keep it short Basically, I didn't get any sleep because they were crackheads smoking crack right next to my truck. So, um, yeah, long story short that I couldn't sleep because of that. I mean, you know, got crackheads literally sitting on your truck. <laughs> but, um, um, and I wasn't about to get out anyway. I'm not going to get into that story. But, um, so like there. And so, yeah, downtown Atlanta is not a great place in some places um, as well. So. But yeah, I understand that's kind of like something I mentioned on that on Chad Prather show. Um, that, you know, there's some places I don't want to go. Um, <laughs> I don't want to stick. I don't want to stick around in some areas, and just because, like, if it's in some places where um, it's an urban area, and they will think like, oh well, you know, just because you're black, you just want that you want to stay there. No, I don't want to be there either. And a lot of people that live in the in those areas don't want to be there either because of the crime and what goes on. Um, unfortunately, you know, they the people in the area tend to overwhelmingly keep voting for the same people to to basically enable this whole the this thought about I don't know not basically doing anything about crime. And if it's, and the thing about it, if someone doing the thing about crime, then it's um, then it's called racist. So yeah, it's just a never ending cycle anyway. So, um, 
just um yeah just wanted to mention that and also just first off want to thank um 1776united.com um thank you everyone that's been getting the shirts and the mugs um the betsy ross flag and and um don't tread on me snapback um and the shirts and the mugs and and everything all the you know the patriotic two-way gear you can find is at 1776united.com and if you go there and put in the code trent uh well put in the code 76 militia dash trend chat you can get 20 percent off uh, on your order so i really appreciate 1776 for um uh, being a partner and, and and supporting the podcast we really appreciate that and so we're going to get to our interview with um with sarah gonzalez but before that let's uh, hear a word from politics hello this is brian bledsoe host of trend chat also contributor at politichicks.com here to tell you about the new book called politichicks a clearing call to political activism with over 300 pages from contributors like myself talking about topics such as education social issues healthcare, the second amendment and of course activism i encourage you all to check it out at politichicks.com and is also available at amazon and barnes and noble hey everybody it is chad prather host of the chad prather show you are listening to trend chat with my man brian bledsoe come on with it <laughs> Hello, this is Trent Chat, and we are very pleased to have, and I, and I say very pleased because we've been trying to get an interview with her for a while, and so yes, we're very pleased to have Sarah Gonzalez with us. She is a Blaze TV host, and political commentator, and most importantly, karaoke expert. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for recognizing my most important title of all. I oh, appreciate that. Oh, we're going to get to that. So, <laughs> but first off, um, with Blaze TV, most people... You know, right now we know that you're on the news and why it matters. I Me mean, personally, I remember you from being on for what it's worth. That's why. And so, being on the news, how has that been? I mean, a lot of times you have Glenn Beck is is a part of the panel, but I know a lot of times it it varies from host to host. And so, how's that all all this? It's good. It's good. Um, it's a really interesting experience. If anyone would have told me five years ago that I would be working on a daily, you know, political news show, I would have said, uh, you've got to be kidding me because, you know, way back when I was, uh, you know, a normal uh, working insurance agent who was just kind of minding my own business and just blogging about politics on the side. So um, it's been a very interesting change of, of events and kind of a whirlwind that, you know, now I'm, I live in the political sphere and have a daily news show where, you know, I work alongside Glenn Beck, who has been my mentor. Um, I call him my TV dad, <laughs> but um, it's great. It's great. It keeps me busy and um, I get to, I, I truly love going to work every day. I just, I love my job. I love the, you know, the impact that we're making in the conservative movement. Um, and I just, I could not feel more blessed to do what I do. So in the past, I guess a couple of years that will go into being a political commentator. So I noticed one thing that you kind of, I guess, kind of starting up is called unfiltered and, and other things as well. And so with the I guess kind of like with Unfilter, you just kind of just maybe finding the news of the day and then kind of you know, giving your opinions on it, so right? 
Yes. Yeah. So yeah, with the with the news and why it matters, you know, it's it's more of a news of the day. And um, Sarah Gonzalez unfiltered. I'm trying to focus more on you know the the really hard hitting things. Um, like for instance, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. You know, she's saying dumb things in the, in the news every single day. There's always something there that we can you know we can make a video out. But I try to do it in a way that it's not um, it's not preaching to anyone. It's not angry. It's not you know. Um, critical. It's just I tried to to make unfiltered, uh, a digestible, uh, consumable, you know, funny, lighthearted piece. Even when there's something, the topic might not be lighthearted. But I feel like in order to get a message across to people, sometimes you can't preach to them. Sometimes you can't just be angry. Sometimes you just have to present it in a way that is digestible for them, and you know, maybe you'll make a difference. And um, so we're here at the Young Women's Leadership Summit, and yeah, well. I found out, surprisingly, you're not speaking or anything. You're just attending, but... How's the atmosphere been? I mean, what you take from the event so far? Yes, yeah, and I have a, a lot of good friends who you know are in attendance and who are you know speaking and whatnot. And um, it's there's nothing more encouraging than seeing a bunch of young women getting together and you know standing up for conservative values and you know saying we are going to be the generation that we're going to change things. We're not going to settle for you know saying that uh, we should be able to abort. Our, our babies all the way up until the moment before birth. We're not going to settle for you know people calling us racist because we want the border secure. We're not going to settle for that. And it's just so inspiring and encouraging to see all of these young women in attendance just passionate about keeping the conservative movement alive and you know about making sure that their voices are heard and not drowned out by the mainstream media. So I guess what advice would you give a lot of these young women that are here as far as I guess the next step after coming to an event like this. Persevere. Persevere, persevere, persevere. I know that um, a lot of us, uh, you know, myself included, we live in a time where we have instant gratification and we're so used to getting things immediately when we want them. I've got my phone, I can pick it up and I can check my email and I can, you know, um, go on Twitter and I can click for the news of the day. It's everything is available at a click. And I think that we become so used to just having that instant gratification that we forget that the, the things that are worth the most most are usually going to be hard work. It's going to be hard work to get whatever it is that, you know, our goals are, but we've got to remember to persevere and, uh, you know, the best things in life are certainly not free and they come with a lot of work and, you know, a lot of experience and just don't, don't give up. Just keep pushing. We're going to get to the more fun part because we're going to talk about karaoke. <laughs> so... One thing, what is a karaoke expert? I'm just going by your bio, so... Yes, yes, yeah, karaoke expert slash legend. Um, I, so, I didn't see the legend part, but okay. Okay, so, well, you may not know, but you know now that I am also a karaoke legend. Um, you know, I used to sing in high school. It was kind of the, the you know, my thing, um, and I almost went to, to school for commercial music. Um, but I chose not to at the last minute. And so music has always been something that has been very near and dear to my heart. And, you know, I got to the point where I was working professionally. I was doing so many other things that did not include music that I would need to go out and, you know, attend a random karaoke night or whatever just to get that out of my system because it's just so ingrained in me that I want to perform. I want to perform music. And so that was the way that I, that I did that. So I go out and, and do karaoke as often as I can. 
Um, you know, I, some may say that I'm an expert, that's some <laughs> meaning me, but, <laughs> um, it's fun. It's fun. It, it keeps me, you know, it, it, it scratches the itch that I have, uh, to, to do music every now and then. So what is your go-to song? I mean, you, I mean I'm guessing everyone has that one song. Like, okay, I yes. can I can kill this one. I can mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that would be Last Name by Carrie Underwood. Mm. I also have been known to bust out uh, Love on the Brain by Rihanna. But you got to pick the right crowd with that one because that one's got some expletives. That <laughs> you got to know your audience and make sure that they're not going to have a problem with it. Uh, but yeah, Car- Carrie Underwood is usually my go-to. All right. So what if people want to contact you or find you on social media where would it go you can go to um sarah gonzalez tx and that's sarah with no h gonzalez with an s at the end tx i am there all over social media you can find me same handle on twitter on instagram on facebook and then um youtube it's sarah gonzalez unfiltered and uh, you can subscribe so that you don't miss any of my uh, any of my light-hearted rants well, well what if people want to see you at karaoke night or somewhere <laughs> Well, then, you know, they can follow my Instagram story and see where, which dive bar I'm at doing that. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Hey, guys. This is John Miller with Blaze TV. You are listening to Trend Chat with Brian Bledsoe. Sarah for joining us and if you I guess if you if you didn't notice that was um, at the Young Women's Leadership Summit where um, we did the interview and so um, yeah again just thanks to Sarah for joining us and so we are here at the at the end here and it's kind of funny because I'm saying it like this because if you didn't well if you don't know uh, we have the capability to go longer <laughs> and um we have because normally we have 45 minutes and that's and, and we're cut off in 45 minutes so no matter how much i want to keep talking it'll, it'll cut up cut off at 45 minutes and i'll just be just and the mic's cut off and everything so but now we're able to go as long well not as long as we want we can go as far as three hours but as i said when i first announced this we're never going to go three hours unless we're doing some sort of live stream at an event somewhere maybe we'll do it then but um but yeah so we're not going to be um doing that right now but it's just funny now to see that we've just went a little bit over 45 minutes and now here we are you know kind of having this just just shut up and end the show <laughs> as opposed to reaching 45 minutes and cutting off <laughs> but that being said i appreciate everyone listening trend chat tw- uh, trend 247.com facebook instagram twitter snapchat at trend chat 247 google play apple podcast spotify all the major podcast outlets like share subscribe five star reviews i appreciate it again everyone listening and next week we will have jessica anderson with us the vice president of heritage action for america and we'll talk about you know a number of things and uh 
yeah till next week we'll chat with you later If you're struggling with alcohol or drugs, Recovery Centers of America can help. RCA's local inpatient and outpatient treatment programs are founded on science and delivered with heart. At RCA, they tailor your treatment to you and also offer specialized programs for patients experiencing a relapse or with history of trauma for young adults, adults 50 plus, and the LGBTQIA plus community. Recovery Centers of America answers the phone and admits patients 24-7. Don't wait. Call 1-888-RECOVERY now. That's 1-888- recovery. Switching to Geico is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, Geico makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to Geico, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, GEICO has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to GEICO. It's obviously a good idea.